Hey, what's up? It's the show with no name. We're your hosts, Grant yeah. Cohn, Coach Noah Johnston. Um, I don't know if Coach is going to tell you where he is right now, but he's like Carmen San Diego. You don't really yeah. know where he's calling from. I, I'm the I'm the only guest that takes this show international. That's right. That's nobody right. Nobody else. No, nobody else. That's right. Not not it, Jesse. Not uh, not any not any of your guests. Not the the real estate guy. Not anybody. Nope. Let's see if anyone can actually guess what time zone, what country coaches in by the end of the show. I don't think you're going to guess it. All right. Um, so we're going to be talking heavily about Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan and their relationship uh, this in this show because that's what's going to determine if this team wins a Super Bowl this year. But first, I want to talk about Trey Lance. I know. I know. It's not his team anymore, and he's hurt. But I just want to talk about this injury one more time before we move the, uh, turn the page. Yesterday, Steve Young went on KMBR, and I don't have the direct quotes, but essentially defended Kyle Shanahan and said you shouldn't be questioning his uh, play calling and stuff, which is great. Um, I went back and and pulled some quotes of Steve Young from last year after Trey's Lan Trey Lance's first start in Arizona when he got hurt, but not seriously. He had the little the, the knee sprain. So this is what Steve Young said a year ago. Um, you hope that you have the extra blocker, an extra little deception, and then there's not so many tough yards. You do not want Trey Lance out there running for the tough yards. No quarterback should, not even Cam Newton. Most of the yards the quarterback gets, 80% of them should be uncontested. That's the whole point. And then the last 20%, you've got to figure out a way to get to the ground or get out of the way or not take a big hit. That's all I was saying. Anyway, how do you feel about that quote? That's all I was trying like, to say out of Steve Young's mouth. And it's like, he's the greatest running quarterback ever. One of them. That's what he thought at the time. Yeah. I'm a little conflicted with this whole, with this whole running, this whole running thing. Like it feels to me, here's the thing. It, it feels like they're, that they're, that they ran, ran him too much or they run not running him the correct way. But then some of the data says otherwise, but then depending on who pulls the data, I, like, I'm a little conflicted with it. I just like Steve's concept of tough <laughs> yards. Just, like, yeah. talk about – like, that's an interesting concept, the tough yard. He was getting a lot of them. Right, I mean, and, and right. the thing and, – and the whole the whole thing about, like – and I get the argument, like, about running the quarterbacks inside because then you have you have defenders right. – you basically have two areas of danger, right? You right. you have when, – when you're running them outside, you basically – he only has to worry about things more or less coming from the, in, from the inside. I think if you look at that – if you look at the play where he got injured, okay, yes. um, Mike <clears throat> Mike Mugunchi had a guy coming across his face, and he had to ride. He had to ride him. He had to ride him down. Yes. And then you had Jake Jake Brendel was, uh, I think he was on Woods, right? So mm -hmm. Jake M Brendel was on Woods and was trying to seal him off, seal him off this way. But because Mike Mugunchi was riding the guy down, it created like this garbage pile. So Brendel had to like maneuver. To try to avoid so he can seal him off. Then Woods got off that block and then was able to come in and 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 cut off Lance's inside running lane. And then it ended up like being this big ass pile, and you know a bunch of people fell on Lance's on Lance's ankle. And that's like the kind of thing that happened inside. I think that's what and that's kind of this concept what what right. Steve's getting at, right? Whereas like <clears throat> excuse me, inside yards higher probability of having those those kind of things happening right right i mean you, you don't want debo running between the tackles anymore you want him running the sweeps near the 
goal line so he can score touchdowns because there's a risk reward there. You might get a touchdown. He's outside the tackles. The whole idea was to draft a Ty Davis price so he could run between. That's why you drafted a running back in round three. He's a battering ram. Ty Davis price. And so what I'm looking at like, okay, so we saw how, how Kyle tried to use Trey Lance, got him hurt twice in four starts. We also saw Steve Young's entire career and Colin Kaepernick's entire career. We know what successful running quarterbacks look like. And I know it was a different era, but Steve never ran design quarterback runs. I mean, he scrambled. And and that was safe. I mean, I'm, I'm all for Trey Lance scrambling. And then with Colin, he would scramble, and they would call a few quarterback keepers a game. A couple. <laughs> but he as to Steve's point, they were 80% yards uncontested. He was getting out of bounds. He was running to the edges. He was getting – he was in places where he could slide. I don't really remember Colin Kaepernick ever running counter bash. I remember him running a couple quarterback draws on third and long, but not that because the risk reward, again, you don't need Colin to get the tough yard. That's what Frank Gore's for. That's what Jeff Wilson's for. That's the way I look at it. So I, I like the concept of tough yards and I love that it came out of Steve Young's mouth. There was, and I think when you run counter bash on second and eight, you're asking Trey to get you the tough yards. I mean, if he hands off the guy who's in space is Ray Ray McLeod. He's the one that's right. not getting tough yards. So it, it just seems you could call that play. I'm not saying don't ever call counter bash for Trey Lance ever again, but there should be a big reward at the end of it, like a touchdown. You call that from the four yard line. I would think you call that from the four, well, not you know. Let me let me ask this question: Would you would you be making these same statements if if they called that play in the same situation, but they were running Lance four times a game? Um, I mean, I did write before the game, like, stop using Lance as a fullback. Like, he shouldn't be running between the tackles. So I think I was – I'm not trying to be, like, a Monday morning quarterback on this. I think I said it beforehand that this is dangerous and it's not worth – it's not – the risk-reward isn't good enough. Stop doing it. So I, I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. And, and I'm going to say the same thing. Like, Josh Allen doesn't do it a lot in Buffalo, but he does it enough that I think it's a bad idea and he's going to get hurt. And they should be careful with it. But I can't help but notice in the last game, he only ran once. Maybe they were looking at the Niners and they were like, ew. Maybe we're not going to do that. I don't know. You got to be – it's a big risk. I mean, the, the, the Seahawks never used Russell Wilson that way. He's small. Yeah, I also think, though, there's something to, like, Josh Allen now has developed to a certain point as a passer where you don't have to use him in that way as as much, right? So I think <clears throat> I think there's a lot of angles. There's a lot of angles to this in, in that – um, it's not just about the running. It's about could they have used last year to develop him as a passer, and then you wouldn't have to necessarily use him like this because you would have had, had last year to use him as a passer. There's but like if, if the only way that he was ready to be used was to get the tough yards, and he shouldn't be playing. And frankly, he wasn't yeah. even ready to get the tough yards. We saw he wasn't good at protecting himself running the ball. So, I mean, what, what Kyle basically showed us with, with his play calling is that he didn't think Trey was ready. So you shouldn't have played him. Did someone force you to play him? There's, a, there's also there's also just a, like as as you run when you're running the foot when you're running the football and you're especially in, in inside runs there's there's a chance that some of those things are going to happen right like you just get the random those like random exactly what just happens like a random pile random, and then random stuff happens like remember yeah, when and, Mahomes and, messed up his knee right on like a quarterback sneak random stuff happens there's a pile yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of men in there. Right. Sorry. Yeah, and and I know people will say a lot of bad things happens when you drop back and you drop back and pass the ball too. But um, 
I think that's that. There's aspects of the game you can control, and then those that you can't. Right. So, Professor Lawless says, uh, "I I don't understand football anymore since Kashanian became our coach. Can you ask him to call and educate me? He should do like a whole Zoom call, educating the fan base. Hey guys, thanks for being our fan, our fans of the team. You guys are you have no idea what you're what you're looking at. So let me like condescend to you for half. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I, I actually I just want to say like I actually don't have a problem with with Kyle defending." you know, answering this question, kind of defending himself. It's just the way he, the way he goes about it. Right. Like, um, in the condescending manner that he, the condescending slash defensive manner that he, that he does. Right. It's. Well, I mean, a guy who, who runs cool. Trey Lance between the tackles three times in the first quarter, then comes back and runs Jimmy Garoppolo on a zone, on a counter bash from the nine yard line, in the fourth quarter up two scores is not going to come to the post game presser and be like, yeah, you know, I should <laughs> Like he doubled down. Uh, he always doubles down. You know what I'm saying? That's just who he is. He he showed you with that call of, of Jimmy Garoppolo what he was going to say at the post game press. A fair call. I call it for Jimmy. There's nothing wrong with that call. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. Okay. Michael Hamilton says Jimmy's tired of being scapegoat for, for Nana Hands. Nana Hands. Okay. That's funny as hell. Let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Suddenly, Jimmy Garoppolo's stock is way, way up. I mean, his stock was as low as it could possibly be like two months ago. And now it's way up. And I think it's amazing. Uh, real quick, before we talk about, we're going to go a lot of different angles, but I just think it's cool. Like he's really easy to root for. And to me, I've been thinking like his character arc, his story arc is kind of like Job from the Bible. Like he was easy to resent early on. You know, he had everything given to him after seven starts, highest paid player in the league, um, you know, Dayton porn. Like, it just seemed like easy to hate on this guy. You know what I mean? Like he's got everything and he hasn't accomplished anything. And so he was the, uh, a source of a lot of criticism, kind of like Job and like S Satan comes in. And it's like, oh man, look at this guy. He's got this biggest smile on his face. He thinks everything great. He only, he's only happy because you've given him everything. You know, if you take everything away, he'll change. And, and then, and then everything is taken away from Jimmy or Job, everything, you know, fame, your job, your contract. Uh, you're a joke. You're basically humiliated. And you might not even feel good walking around San Jose. Um, but then Job didn't get everything back, I don't think. Jimmy did. Jimmy's a starter again. And now it's like, man, you've been through hell. How do you not like Jimmy at this point? I do. I think that's kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah, I think it, was, cool. it was interesting. I was watching the Cleveland. I was watching Cleveland and Pittsburgh last night, right? And you know they do the upcoming game schedule, and then they had they showed the graphic for for Sunday Night Football, and Jimmy G was like the guy that was on the graphic for the 49ers. like, like wow. I'm like wow, that was quick. Like you just like they they he's the backup, he's the backup quarterback, and he's the guy like that's on the, that's on the graphic for the 49ers. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like I, I call this show like are the Niners on the verge of a showdown between their coach and their head uh, quarterback? What I like about Jimmy all of a sudden, since he's been through this, since the Niners humiliated him, made him a backup, didn't extend his contract, he's gone next year. He has a little bit of like freedom at the press conference to say his story because really right. he's just been quiet and you know he's been the good soldier the last four years. Big contract, can't complain. And what he's saying is, hey, it's not that I don't want to throw downfield. He won't let me. The coach won't let me. It's like, oh, <laughs> you didn't talk like this in the past. All of a sudden, you're basically calling Kyle out in a very in a very polite way, saying if if, I, if we're not pushing the ball down the field, talk to Kyle and that micromanaging uh, manager because I want to sling it. He won't let me. He doesn't believe in me. 
And it's like, well, we know the Niners have no chance win the Super Bowl with that micromanaging, no passing offense. We don't know if, if Jimmy Garoppolo can pull off what he wants to do, but I think everyone wants Kyle to give Jimmy the opportunity. <laughs> not maybe not everyone. I think I certainly do. I think, but I, I think I think it was Jesse that made this point though, right? Like in 2017, when he did let him throw down the field, his inter he threw a lot more interceptions. So I think. He throws interceptions one way or another. I don't think his yeah. interception percentage was super higher in that year. I mean, he just got to live with those. He's not the smartest quarterback. He doesn't make the best decisions. But taking the ball out of his hands and then asking him to make a big throw in the Super Bowl, like that's never going to happen. You have to build up his confidence, not tear it down. Like I don't think they should be taking deep shots like they should with with Lance, but don't take don't take it out of the arsenal. And he's got to show that, and he he's got to show that he can do it right like that he can execute it like what's the point of, if he's not going to be able to execute he it more deep shots than lance did i mean kyle is such a micromanager he wasn't calling he called four deep shots for lance he did he did he did actually hit uh dwelly when he was wide open down the field in the last he, game, right? he missed a bunch in in the game but i like that he's at least trying anyway yeah. i mean i'm not saying that he's gonna all of a sudden win the super bowl and that kyle's been holding him back and he's just great quarter i'm not saying that but I do feel I, I feel for him now because a lot of my criticism for Jimmy is one, he can't stay healthy, and two, he won't push the ball down the field. Well, none of Kyle's quarterbacks stay healthy. And Jimmy is blaming Kyle for this. So now, like Kyle, what do you got to say? Are you gonna say like Jimmy's Jimmy's full of it and he has the green light and he won't cut it loose? Like, what is the story here? Or is Jimmy correct? It, have you really been saying I don't trust you? And are you right? Because if Jimmy's is as bad as Kyle thinks, then the Niners aren't going to win a Super Bowl. But if Jimmy's as good as he thinks, as Jimmy thinks, then the Niners just might. So I don't know. Right. And I think I've tweeted that before, but I think the major thing that's going for him is that he's he's in a contract year. So yeah. like this always works out for the 49ers. Like when they get players in contract years, all of a sudden they start doing things that they don't do in, in other years. So this might be all of a sudden Jimmy might – Sorry, might be able to throw the ball down the field. He might throw less interceptions. He, I know Kyle, all Kyle's quarterbacks get hurt, but maybe he stays healthy. What if Jimmy Jimmy could do more than that too? I mean, he could do he could call his own plays. If if Kyle calls a play that he doesn't like, he could be like, "Hey guys, I'm calling it. I mean, Joe Montana used to do that. Like you, he could go up to the line and actually call a freaking audible, not just like the kill, 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 but like, hey. He could do whatever he wants. What's, what's Kyle going to do? Bench him for Brock but, Purdy? That's right. a joke. That's a joke. Honestly, and I, I, I'm, I know Jimmy knows it, and I, it's probably not his in his nature, but let's be honest. The team backs him, not Kyle. He's the one with the winning record, not Kyle. He has a lot of power here, and he played the good guy role. He took the backup. Everyone respects him on the team. Now Kyle needs him. He's at his mercy, and we'll just have to see what Jimmy does about it. It's going to be interesting. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. So is, you know what? If you think you know a better way to play quarterback than Kyle, go do it, dude. No one's holding you back. Kyle just has to stand there and 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 hope that you can win that dude with his sub-500 winning percentage. I love this, are, dude. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm All of a sudden, I'm his biggest fan. Are the 49ers the most interesting team in the NFL? Yes. Or like, like, should they be doing the, the, Dos, the Dos Equis commercial? Like, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I just love that. I love the Jimmy Garoppolo character. I, I'm not saying they're better with Jimmy right. than they were with Trey. I have no idea, but I I like this idea that I was kind of down that Jimmy was coming back. It's like, oh no, uh, we've seen this, yeah. but it's like, no, there's a wrinkle. Maybe what we've seen is Kyle 
having a adverse effect on him. And we never thought that, right? Like you're getting the most out of Jimmy. Yeah. But what you're doing is, is handcuffing him and telling him you suck, you suck. And I'm going to work around you, which is like not the best way to coach in my opinion. And I think that's what Jimmy's saying is like, Hey man, give me some freedom. Let me play with confidence. And that we see Mike McDaniel doing that with two in Miami. At least it's been two games. Maybe that'll fall. That'll fall apart. But, but Jimmy's not less gifted than two. I mean, they're similar in the same tier. I would think so. Kyle, come on, man. Tell him to cut it loose. He's got Danny right. Gray. That's why you drafted him. I mean, you could you could also argue, and we'll see how this year plays out. That this team, this roster, is better than the 2019 one. I mean, their defense, the defense, certainly. Like, yeah, Bosa was on that 2019, but he was a rookie, right? Like, Bosa now is better than Bosa in 2019. And I know DeForest was on the team, but. Um, That's not who I was going to say. Mostert. No. Mostert. Mostert. Mostert was key. Yeah, the, the running back. But Debo, Debo, is, Debo is better now than he was in 20, 2019. That's true. That's true. You, you, have, you, have, you have But they did have a running back that they could give 28 carries to in the NFC Championship game. And he just – I mean, that Mostert was, but was, a, was lightning in a bottle that year. Let, let's TBD. I think, I think a lot of these – a lot of their players, I think – Mitchell could. Gonna, he's coming back. He he could get hot down the stretch and have a huge playoff game. Mitchell like or freaking Mason. Like I, I mean, you and I, you and I have been big, have been big Mason guys. I think. I think he just needs a chance. Like most of it was kind of um, like Debo before Debo. They're like the big long runs, the long runs, the the long touchdowns. Yeah, he was I, he was key. But anyway, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're not they're not as good. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just the one guy that came to my head is Mostert. That yeah, running back Mostert. position is key for this team. But even, but I think, I think overall, like okay, running back. But I think one of those running backs could could end up developing. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Mitchell, no Mitchell, Mitchell coming back. I think overall their skills are their skills are better than in twenty nineteen. Um, you know, I know we talk about the offensive. Trent Trent Williams is better than Joe Staley, um, and uh, you know Mike McGlinchey is Mike McGlinchey. I think the interior by the end of the year could end up being better than the interior in twenty in twenty nineteen. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the big problem in that Super Bowl is they couldn't handle Chris. They couldn't handle Chris Jones. Maybe in maybe one of those guards in the future could handle a guy like Chris Jones. And by by the time they get to the playoffs, hopefully they have a record that's good enough to get them in. Um, right, we're seeing right now that the, the in, those interior guys are getting better every week. So, yeah, I agree. Suzuki mm-hmm. Pazuki, Suki Pazuki says, you're the GM. What trades are you making to win now? That's tough to go get <clears> players because the Niners don't have a first-round pick next year. You're already – that's tough. I don't know. You got to see – I mean, I think I think you let it run up to the trade deadline date, see what injuries happen, see what yeah. teams start to fall yeah. off, and see kind of what you need, right? You don't really – yeah, <laughs> you don't know what injuries you have yet. <clears throat> Eduardo Torres says, Trey Lance got drafted to the worst possible situation. Kyle knew what he was doing. RG3 hardly ran plays up the middle. I'm – Back to go back on that, like to, to your point, if your running backs aren't working out and you get up to the trade deadline, I'm sure you can probably scour the league running back, back running you know. back. Yeah, because this mm. team, I mean, it's such a run first team, it's all about the running backs. And they go through back, they go through backs like you know, like like popcorn, like it's like water. Coming like, to Eduardo's point, though, I mean, I understand what he's saying, and I think that's why a lot of people have it's crossed their mind. Did Kyle not want Trey the way he? Given how reckless he was with Trey, did he never want him? Was that his comment to whoever in the organization picked him? Hey, this is my quarterback. This is how I have to use him. I have to use him to pick up the tough yards. Otherwise, we're not moving the chains. Because what else can I call? That's what it felt like to me. Um, but I don't know. And we'll never know. And we will never, ever know. 
But Eduardo, I thank you for the five dollars. We will, we will in ten, we will in ten years when you write that book for Kyle Shanahan and you said that uh, when you said that Trey. You, do the tell, you do the tell all. Yeah, right. Josh Wyatt, <laughs> when when me and Kyle are best friends in ten years, yeah. Josh Wyatt says unanswered question is did they decide to run Trey after they signed Jimmy Garoppolo or did they sign Jimmy Garoppolo because they realized late that they'd have to run Trey? Um, it's pop, yep. Um, it's it's like the chicken or the egg one, right? Yeah. Uh. I don't know, I don't know man. When they started installing the triple option uh, in in practice in training camp, I think I came on here and said they're going to run Trey in the ground. I hate to say it, I hate to predict an injury, but they're going to run Trey into the ground. So I don't know. Maybe I I think I think it's possible that Trey's training camp was a little. I mean, what was what was his completion percentage in camp? It was low. So yeah. maybe Kyle was like, I can't trust this guy. I, we can't throw. Like, what can I call? How many deep shots a game? Can, how many play action rollouts can I call? So we're going to do this. And if that was his what that was his decision, like just sit him and just say, you know what? I did a bad job. I didn't develop him. You know, you know that that summer project I said I was gonna do? I didn't do it. I didn't do my homework. I'm sorry. What are you gonna do? I didn't do it. We're gonna go with Jimmy. Like, what do you instead you broke it? Him. You broke him. I don't know. He'll come back though. I do think it's interesting that they said he's gonna be healthy in 12 weeks and Kyle's like he's not coming back. Yeah, That's he's like immediately 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 shut all those reports down. I was like, Yeah, nah, it's that, like, that, do you want Trey? <laughs> like he's gonna be back in three months. Like, no, yeah, like, no, no, no. Why? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? All these things make you wonder. Rob McQuarters three says, uh, Kyle said himself he doesn't know how to call plays for Trey. Yeah, he did say well, that. Well, he he said he said right now he doesn't know it's a feeling process that he needs he time to kind of that's what he, right. that's what he said. good thing they'll, they'll get that time this year uh net j yes. said do you recall if jimmy has ever executed the same play that trey got hurt on love your show grant uh i, I don't the, the one he ran at the end of the game last week was similar but i don't know if it was counter bash but i, I would think not counter bash yeah, I remember I mean, there was a um, a practice in 2019 after uh, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL where a practice where they did Philly special and J uh, Jimmy caught it, caught the ball and uh, Jed York didn't like it and went to Kyle and said, don't do that with, with your quarterback. And it was news because Kyle talked about it. He laughed about it. Um, so J Jed objected to Philly special with, with, Jimmy, but counter bash was like, you know, the basis of their offense. <laughs> it was the basis. We got to get these four yards. And only got two. Anyway, I'm going to stop. Flav says, if someone offered you a first and a second for Jimmy right now, do you do it? LOL. I don't think we forget. I don't think team would forgive them if they just gave up this year. But um, first of all, no one's going to give you a first and second for Jimmy. He didn't look that great against Seattle. Like, he he says he wants more freedom and he's gonna play like 2017. All right, well now you need to do it because that wasn't it last week. That wasn't it. Maybe this week he will, but he's worth more to the Niners than he is to anyone else. Yeah, in that in that hypothetical landscape, I don't think they would do it because they if they traded away Jimmy right now, even if it was for like three first, they would lose their team. Like yeah, why would you do that? Like yeah, you would lose <laughs> all the games. Josh Olivas says if Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, it would be one of the best football stories in recent years. It really would. It, it would be like the Kurt Warner. Like they'd make a they'd make a movie about it. American hero, American underdog. <laughs> you know what American I mean? Under, American underdog too. <laughs> oh, they already made that movie. Oh, American <laughs> yeah. underdog too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, Professor Lawless says, "Didn't Jed say the goal was uh, Super Bowl wins when he fired Harbaugh?" In comparison, how is Kyle still here? Just saying. Well, it's because it's because of what happened after Harbaugh those two years. I mean, I think. I think Jed feels a little scared of going back to that. 
He likes the stability of, of the Shanahan brand. He likes it. Yeah. I mean, also, I think, I think uh, Kyle's probably a lot nicer to Jed than Harbaugh was. You got to remember, like, this is Jed's team, and I don't think Harbaugh made him feel like it was his team. And, and I'm sure Kyle never talks back or disagrees with Jed. So that's nice. They did go. They did go to the Super Bowl. They did go to. I mean, NFC Championship. It's not like Kyle's a total failure. I mean, no. Like, but no, you never hear anything from Jay. <laughs> I mean, like the quarterback went down. Jerry Jones would say something. Well, yeah, it's Jerry, Jerry, that's that's the extreme, right? Like Jerry Jones is like when you talk about owner. We talk about like front facing owners. Like Jerry Jones is like is like yeah. number one. <laughs> you know, like what what other what other owners talk as much as Jerry Jones? I'm just saying, like. In a lot of sports, teams that are on the precipice for four years, if you don't get it done, often ownership gets tired and makes a change, either at the head coach or the most important player. Some has to change, basketball, baseball, football, and, and it seems like Jed has had this team right there, just like with Harbaugh years, and when they didn't get it done, Jed's instinct was to change something. Now, he picked the wrong stuff, but his instinct now is to, let's just, you know, Give it another chance. Now, maybe well, he was the one that wanted Trey Lance, and maybe that was the change he wanted to make. But now it's like, hey, man, do you have Mark Jackson? Steve Kerr was there trying to talk, you know, help Kyle out. But I don't know if, if Kyle can become his Steve Kerr because if he's – I'm thinking there are coaches who are available who could win a Super Bowl with this roster. It's a great roster. It's not a middling roster. It's a great roster that Kyle helped put together. But if he can't win a Super Bowl in four or five tries and he keeps running out the same system, something has to change. So I don't know. This is a big year for him. Yeah. We're going to talk about him. Next. I, I think it'll. I think it might go to get to that point, maybe eventually. But I think, from Jed's standpoint, right, he got burned uh, the last time because he fired Harbaugh when he probably when he shouldn't have fired fired Harbaugh, and then he got killed for it. Right, rightly so, and now he's kind of in the same situation, or, or not, <laughs> but with with a with a coach that's not going that's not winning a Super Bowl, but he does have a good team. And he's just kind of gonna let it run out because you know we're, we're all we're all a product of our own experience, and I think Jed's product of his. So you know he had a bad experience with doing that before, so I think he's gonna not do that right now. I mean, it might happen eventually, but um, I think he's gonna give Kyle way more time than he gave Harbaugh. Mark Lamar already <laughs> has. So I guess you're right. right. Mark Lamar says Jimmy clearly plays better when he's doing his own thing with his leverage. Why would he not go completely off script? All that's exactly what I'm saying. Jimmy, if you think that's the best way, best thing for you and the team, do it, dude. No one's holding you back. And if Kyle throws a fit, laugh in his face. Shreddy Murphy says if the Niners do well with Jimmy Garoppolo and Shanahan, Trey will never play. If they fail this year, I want to see B left, which is his coach. Kerr is almost parallel to Lance. Um, I've, left, which is a great option. I'd be interested in that too. He'd be, he'd be cool. Definitely interview him. I'm saying, like, Jed, with this roster, you should be calling people up. I feel like the best coaches in the world would be interested in coaching this team. And I'm, I'm not saying Kyle isn't one of the best coaches in the world, but he has an opportunity to prove it right now. Professor Lawless says, is there a, Kyle, is there a KS Football for Dummies 101 book I can buy? Please help. Thank you. Oh, my God. We got we to gotta, – this is an opportunity. We got to make that. There's, really there's, plenty of there's plenty of people on Twitter that will help you out with that. Flav says, remember they said uh, <clears throat> we'll release Jimmy if no one trades for him. Why would – they did? We will release Jimmy if no one trades for him. They said that. I don't remember them saying that. Why would you say that unless you didn't really want someone to make you an offer? Can you show me where they said that? I don't remember. I, I'm not disputing it, but I don't remember that. Uh, Ben's, oh, mem something. I can't read that. Says, uh, is your middle name Ignatius? Why are you called Iggy? No, my middle name is Lawrence. 
I have an older brother who's 12 years older than me. And I guess when I was one, before I could speak English, I said Iggy repeatedly all the time. So he thought it was funny. He started calling me it. My parents made it a nickname so that we would bond. And my brother thought that was hella lame. So he never called me that again. But we're cool. I hung out with him last night. But he doesn't call me Iggy. Everyone else does, though. Hutch says, Kyle can't head coach. Stick to being an offensive coordinator. I mean, I feel you on that. I don't think Coach agrees, but that's okay. He doesn't have to. Kev says, uh, will you be doing all 22 breakdowns this season? Yeah, I will. I haven't done the first two weeks. Sorry. But I will. Um, Rhino G says, I'm a Jimmy G fan after he uh, took that play, that pay cut. And even more now that he told the world how Kyle sucks. The real thing, Niner fans have been noticing for six years. All right, let's talk about that. I'm a Jimmy G fan, too. Ever since he said that, I'm like, oh, snap. I like you. Okay. Stock down. Kyle Shanahan. I've never seen his stock lower. His stock has been extremely high since 2016 and probably higher than it should be for a coach who has a losing record, but it's understandable. His, uh, everyone loves his scheme. Everyone praises him. His peers think he's terrific. Uh, but, but he got Trey hurt and now, and now he's got Jimmy Garoppolo calling him out. Jimmy is calling him out being like, Hey man, can you, can you empower me? And I think, everyone's looking at Kyle now. Like, I don't think Jimmy's on trial anymore. I think Kyle's on trial. No one's saying fire Kyle. Well, some people are. No one's really saying fire Kyle, but they're saying like, hey, man, what you gonna do? This is a big year for you. I think this is a huge year for you, for him. His stock could go back up, but I do think it's interesting how all eyes are on Kyle right now. Do you? Th- how do you see it with Kyle? I don't know. I, <laughs> I think he's pretty, like, are you talking about if his, is his job on the line? Like, I don't know. I think it's pretty. It's. I think it's pretty safe. Uh, no, I don't. I think it's pretty. This year. I think. I think if he misses the playoff this year, then maybe next year is the hot seat. I don't think they'll hmm. fire him. I mean, it also depends how depends how this how the year goes. It's not just did you miss the playoffs, but how did you miss the playoffs? Um, <clears throat> what if Jimmy G gets hurt too? You know, like and then they miss the playoffs. I, I think it depends how it happens. If Jimmy, um, G, if he gets another quarterback hurt, that's not his fault, right? How many quarterbacks uh, well, there, get hurt before he takes before he's culpable? There, there, there is something to that. They do go through running backs and quarterbacks like, like water. Like it, there if is. If Sean Payton called up Jed and was like, "Hey, man, uh, J- Kyle has no idea how to keep his running backs and quarterbacks healthy. I can do it. Look at my track record. I want to coach this team. How do you say no to that? I'm not saying he's going to call up Jed. <laughs> I want to coach the Niners. I don't think he that's might." He might he though. Might. It's a good ass team. Everyone's saying he's going to go to the Cowboys. I'd rather coach the Niners. Cowboys don't have this defense. Well, and 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 we just talked about the ownership. Like Jed's going to stay out of your way, pretty much. Yeah, and and Jerry won't. So yeah, you have Dak Prescott in, in Dallas, but you also have Jerry picking the players here. You could, you know, you have a great roster. And it, I'm saying anyway, I'm not saying fire Kyle. I just feel like the heat's on him. Wait, the heat is on right now. What is? And it's wait, coming from the quarterback. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's rewind. Would it wouldn't it be funny if that happened and then Sean Sean Payton told Jimmy to kick rocks and this and decided to, to uh, develop Trey Lance? Well, I, the reason I don't think that would happen is um, they have the same agent, Don Yee, Sean Payton, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and they went to the same college. I have a feeling there would be they are either. I have a feeling they're already. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I bet they're already buddies. But that doesn't mean that Sean Payton wants him as his quarterback. Might want him as his right. Quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and that's why I think it'd be funny. It'd be fun, like after all, all of that, and all he said, and then he's like, "Yeah, no, we're, we're gonna roll with Trey Lance." What if, what if he gets Drew Brees to come out of retirement? Nah, I think that's probably not gonna happen. He, he's a little uh, probably. <laughs> anyway, Kyle, um, 
behooves you to do really well this year. It behooves you to keep Jimmy. Now you got to keep Jimmy Garoppolo healthy and pretty much do what he wants. I love it. I think this is great. I think this is the best because Kyle does such a good job of like humbling his <laughs> players. You know, he takes his quarterbacks down a peg. Now he's getting taken down a peg. Well, I think, by, by I think Jimmy that- Garoppolo. The tables have turned on Kyle Shanahan, and it's so it's so fair. It's his turn. I'm not saying fire Kyle, but it's his turn for him to get all the scrutiny. You know what I'm saying? Like when when they don't push the ball and they down the field and they throw for 150 yards, people are going to be looking at Kyle now. What were those play calls for the first time in his life? I think it's great. Jimmy's taking it like a champ for four years. Kyle, you're up. Take it. For, take one for the team. Here comes here comes the the fastball inside. Lean into it. You got to. Good times. He is he is the head coach, so I mean, it does ultimately fall on fall on him? It does. So. Good times. Good. Okay. Good bad. Here's the thing. Oh, this is it's like a subtopic, but it's 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 different. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is one hit away from being this team's quarterback, and this is another reason why Kyle. This is a big year for Kyle because, and this is why I was really initially happy that the Niners brought back Jimmy. I was conflicted about it. I didn't think it helped Trey, but given Kyle's propensity to get his quarterbacks hurt, you can't have Brock Purdy playing. That's how I feel. I know some people like Brock Purdy. I've been watching him a lot. I've been posting his his warm-ups on, on uh, YouTube. You can look for yourself. But to me, I've never seen a weaker arm in the NFL. I'm not trying to be mean to Brock. I'm not being snarky. I'm being serious. I've never seen a weaker arm. And I don't know why the Niners think he's an NFL quarterback. I see that he has decent athleticism, but it's not like you're going to run counter bash with him or anything like that. I mean, he's not running. and He might escape some pressure once or twice, but – he has the weakest arm I've ever seen. He his arm is way weaker than Nick Mullins. I, I, let's just be honest. Like at least with Nate Sudfeld, he has an arm. Not that it's great, but I don't I don't see it with with Brock Purdy. He was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. He would not have been drafted if it weren't for the 49ers. He wouldn't be on a roster if it was for the 49ers. <laughs> and if he has to start this year, they're gonna lose. Here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna throw for like 300 yards because all of a sudden Kyle's gonna be, you know, calling just bombs away like he did with Nick <laughs> to prove that his scheme is so great and that this he can, he can do it. So the num- the numbers will look good. The yards will look good, but they'll lose right. and they'll lose and they'll lose. And he'll use the ex- like the excuse, well, it's my backup quarterback. Well, that's yeah. that's who you wanted, man. Why are you the only coach in the league that likes that thinks arm strength doesn't matter? Sorry, that go ahead. Brock Purdy, your thoughts. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like him. I mean, uh, you know, Larry on the show loves him. He does. Um, I'm sorry. I like Nick Mullins. I was wrong. Nick Mullins yeah. isn't winning you games if he has to play. He's not. Sorry. And neither is Brock. And neither but is CJ. If you think about it, like, and, and I know Tom Brady is the outlier, right? He was drafted in the sixth round, but sixth round isn't that far from Mr. Irrelevant. And and not that we're you're not asking Brock Purdy to be Tom Brady, but it's not out of the question that if Tom Brady could be arguably the greatest quarterback of all time drafted in the sixth round, Nick Mullins could pop. I mean, sorry, uh, Brock Purdy could possibly be a decent backup as Mr. Irrelevant. So I know his arms. He, he might what is a decent weakest. backup? What is a decent a, backup? How would you define a decent, a decent backup? A decent backup, a guy that can, a guy that can step in and win and win you some games. That's and, not Brock Purdy. And, that's not Brock Purdy. How do we, but we, I don't know that we know that yet. Well, I'm saying it. 
That's what I'm saying right now. I'm afraid. And, you know, if he has to play, we'll find out. But, like, that's we're, we're one hit away from the Brock Purdy experiment and seeing if they can win. He, might, he, he quite honestly, Grant, he likely will probably have to play. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Unless- and that's why I'm concerned about this team. So, to my, my when the schedule came out and it was Trey and I didn't think Jimmy was going to be here, I said, mm, nine wins because Trey's going to miss two or three games and they're not going to win any with Brock. Well, same thing applies. Now Jimmy's in, and he's probably going to miss two or three games because that's what always happens on with Niner quarterback, Kyle quarterbacks. So Brock's going to have to start a few. Will he win any of those games? I don't know. Will they miss the playoffs because they went 0-3 with Brock Purdy? If so, like, man, I'm not saying that you can't draft a quarterback in the seventh round, but you drafted a guy with no traits. You liked him because he's a coach on the field. You like his, like, makeup or whatever. Like, you do this with – you. you, Kyle, has, like – I've said he has a fetish for quarterbacks that have no traits. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. You get these like offensive coordinators in training, but they're not players. I don't know, man. So I, I, I'm a little concerned about this team. I'm a little concerned about Kyle. If you miss the playoffs, it's probably going to be because Brock Purdy had to play and he wasn't good enough. Now, maybe he is and I'm wrong. I, I said it like it's a fact. You're right. We don't know that yet. I just have a bad feel. I'm watching every day. I'm like, damn, man, you got nothing on those throws, dog, dog. That's how I feel. I say it under my breath, dog. Nothing on his throat. He can give him purdy purdy gimmies. If you know that you're going to be running your quarterback, (laughs) if you know that you've had a tough time protecting, keeping your quarterbacks healthy and you don't really invest in pass protection, wouldn't back up when you want someone a little bit better? Why? Here's the thing. Okay. So, so Kyle, Kyle's very critical of his quarterbacks, right? Trey, not good. Not ready. Jimmy, I can't trust him to throw down the field. Brock Purdy. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Why, why you're so critical of, other, of every quarterback, but Brock, you like that? That that I don't understand. That, that that's what it's inconsistent to me about it. What do you like about him? Why? He I, likes these intangibles, man. He's all about the intangibles. I think with well, I think with Brock, you can run. He can he can definitely run more of his the the boot stuff and all that stuff. You can still run. He can still. You're not gonna run him like you ran Trey, but you can still you can still run him. Um, you can do, you can do some of that stuff. You so. can execute Kyle's system because Kyle's system has evolved into running the ball and extended handoffs and the occasional slant. That's his system. He loves that. He's such a micromanager. He doesn't want the ball to go more than ten yards down the field. So who cares about arm strength? Who cares? Honestly, I think Kyle likes the idea of a quarterback with no traits because if he does well, Kyle gets all the credit. Then he gets hundred percent of the credit. How did you go for 350 yards through the air with that guy? Well, Kyle's a genius. Oh, there you go. So Brock Purdy is just, he's a vehicle for Kyle's genius. And what's great is, you know, he gets the yard. And it's an offensive coordinator thing. Look, I got the yards with this guy. But you lost. You freaking lost. And your job was to find a serviceable backup who could get you maybe one or two wins in a month. And you didn't. And you and I don't- the reason you are 8-30 and 30 or whatever without Jimmy is because you have these backups who aren't backups. They're not NFL quarterbacks. I don't think, honestly, whether it's Jimmy, Lance, or Purdy or anything, I don't think the formula for winning really changes too much. I think you need to, number one, don't turn the ball over. And then you need to be able to create explosive plays. I thought, And that's what I thought Trey would do. Um, but I think the number one number one thing is don't turn the ball over. And we've seen that stat before with Jimmy, right? Like his, his record when he – Purdy. Here's going to happen. He, the, Kyle's going to be calling bombs away because it's <clears throat> and Purdy's going to be throwing it down the field because he thinks he's yep. good. 
and he's had nothing yeah. on the throws. You saw his interceptions yeah. in the preseason. Like, they just hang in the ball. Sorry. It's gonna be- That's what's going to happen. He's going to throw hella picks. Hella picks and lose. Sorry. Prove me wrong. I'm not even trying to get on Brock here. Like, the only reason we're talking about Brock is because right. Kyle thinks he's an NFL quarterback. Otherwise, he'd just be on someone's practice squad. No one talk about it. He'd be Kurt Bankert. He'd be Kurt Bankert right now. But no, he's Brock Purdy because he got drafted by Kyle. Sorry. And if you like Brock, like I'm not taking a shot at Larry. I just have a difference. of I happen to disagree on one thing. Right. I think Larry's great, but we disagree about a quarterback. That's a sports talk, baby. Robert David says everyone needs to chill. Trey is still the future. Is he? I'd like to ask Kyle. Will he answer that question? Is Trey still your starter next year? That is that is T that's TBD, right? Like, what if Jimmy does win the Super Bowl? Like, also, Kyle felt that the best way to use Trey was running him up the middle. I don't think you can do that anymore. So, does he want him still? I don't know. You're not yeah, gonna and, think he's gonna call counter bash next year. Bet he doesn't. Bet he doesn't. If he does, wow, that would be great. That would be amazing. Jed York, let that happen. Josh says Kyle's afraid of the Belichick Brady effect where the QB gets all the credit. He'll stick to the checkdowns. Well, Jimmy, call him out. Call him out, Jimmy. Force your hand, buddy. I love this, man. This is so dramatic. Rob says no matter what this year, Kyle is gonna is going to counter bash trade to death again next year. That's the worst part. He's doubling down. Jed, you're gonna let that happen? You gonna let that happen, Jed? You know what you should, Grant, you need to make a shirt with the counter bash trade design and on it. That's pretty like, funny. That's, <laughs> that's really funny. I like that. I think that's the first good idea we've had for merch. Counter bash. <laughs> Let's come back to that later, me and you. Uh Josh says, stop trying to put Kyle on the hot seat. It's not credible and it tracks from valid criticism of the team. Can you go after the Yorks instead? Uh, I, I personally don't think, I think they're like, I, I think at their, they're at worst middle, middle of the pack ownership. Like what are they? Uh, you probably have a different opinion on this, but I, I just don't, don't understand why Kyle gets a lifetime contract and endless support from fans. Like, he, yeah, he's on the hot seat. Every coach is on the hot seat. Every coach is on the hot seat every week, man. Prove yourself. He's not a champion. He's got the best team in the league. Everyone says that. Like he's not working from a place of a, a competitive disadvantage you got a competitive advantage and you're a genius win the damn super bowl once i'm not saying fire him if he doesn't but dude you better make the playoffs and don't give me the brock purdy excuse that's your fault if you lose if you miss the playoffs because brock purdy had to start your fault sorry protect your quarterback draft better quarterbacks grady williams says you know what is sad trey would have ran through a brick wall to prove himself to kyle and his teammates and he uh tried to show that he's a leader just not there yeah it's true it is sad I agree. Not that Jimmy wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy. <laughs> I like Jimmy and Trey. That's the that's the tough. Kyle created a really toxic situation. Yeah, and and I think that's that was one of the my that was one of my um, criticisms. This whole thing. I didn't like them keeping Jimmy right from right from the get go yeah. because yeah. I think and you see it now. Like, there's clearly a faction on this team that that wants that's Jimmy true. right. When, and that's why nobody does this. When you move on from a quarterback, you gotta burn. You gotta burn those boats. Like you don't do that. You don't. People don't do that. And it really happens in the business world. There's a reason you don't. Oh, you don't like when you move on from the CEO. You don't keep the previous CEO. Like oh yeah, we'll just move him to vice president. Like no, you don't do that. No, um, you don't. No, because it'll be yeah. Right. It, it, there'll be factions, and it's it just a myriad of a myriad of issues. And you see it playing out. You see it playing out now. And I mean. It's just it's a yeah. dangerous thing, and and what's funny is like teams that 
in the future that have young quarterbacks to develop, they will be looking at this situation as exactly what not to do. You know, don't just, as long as we don't do that, you know, we could we could pick we could do the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> model or the Mahomes model, but just don't do what the Niners did. If if Jimmy wasn't if Jimmy wasn't on the roster, right? I know like you'd be playing Brock Purdy right now, right? But before that, right, like you wouldn't have guys be thinking guys wouldn't be thinking, oh, it'd be better off with Jimmy because Jimmy wouldn't be an option. He'd be on like the commanders, right? So they wouldn't have that option in their head. It would be, oh man, like we don't want we don't want Brock Purdy to play. We need, we want we want the best quarterback on our roster to play, which is obviously Trey Lance, right? Then I don't think guys would have been thinking, oh yeah, Brock Purdy's better than than Trey Lance, right? So yeah, they created they created this mess. Um, I do think I, I do think uh, there is something that to say that I think that they might be a better team now, just because now that and I think Tim Kawakami made this point um, where. You know, hey yo, there something, something's wrong with the the show. People look at look at the uh, the comments, man. What's going on? So it says like it's like it's like frozen or something. I don't understand. What's going on? Is this not working? I think we're I think we're it's broken. I don't know what happened. It's broken. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. Oh well, I guess we're done. Sorry about that. Keeps playing the same thing over and over. That's a StreamYard thing. That's so weird. Let me, let me write. StreamYard isn't that great. Maybe it's, maybe it's Russia. I don't know. Hey, man. I guess it's over, man. Sorry about that. I have no idea what's going on. I, Nicholas says I'm watching through Facebook and it's fine. So it's my YouTube? I guess it just glitched. I don't know. Is my has my YouTube been deleted? Let's see that. <laughs> so weird. Sorry about that. Well, it's been fun doing a show with you. <laughs> it's a YouTube thing. It's not my Wi-Fi. It's just YouTube glitch. That sucks. Well, we had one more thing to talk about. What? Containing Russell Wilson? They will. They'll win. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. Hey, man, sorry about that. Uh, people keep giving me money. Uh, well, if, uh, let's go through the uh, Super Chats in case they're watching on Facebook. <clears throat> All right. Sorry about that, man. That sucks. Uh, if Jimmy went with the, uh, with the script and not off script, maybe he'd hit those wide open receivers. Um, yeah. Sure. Grady says, you know what is sad, Trey? Well, you got that one. Hold on. I think there's like two. Nick Bean says, if the vets reject Trey, I'm thinking a lot of vets could be gone within the next couple of seasons, bar no ring. This is Jimmy's last rodeo. Trey would be better off being a, uh, on a subpar roster, no Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, I think I mean, I, if you want, I mean, that, that, that's what worked for Josh Allen. Yeah. If but you're a project, you, you have to be out, given an opportunity to, to make, to make mistakes. Do, do you think though, do you think if this year they, Jimmy does kind of the whole Jimmy thing again, do you think vets will finally, will finally just be like, all right, we can't have this guy around anymore. He's just going to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Miguel says the national media is like a boiler room pumping Jimmy's stock, <clears throat> and we Niner fans buy into it. Wait till Jimmy loses a couple of games, the media will dump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's Jimmy. Jimmy just raised the stakes on himself. You want to throw downfield? We'll do it well. Don't throw a bunch of picks. You know, like I've seen you throw downfield. You miss Sanders. So now it's time. Like, do it and hit it. This, I, we this don't game, want you to, but that doesn't mean you're going to hit the throw. Like Kyle might be right about you. That's the thing. This 
this game is going to be really interesting, like yeah. on, on so many levels. Like, it's 49ers' most interesting team in the NFL. <laughs> um, my worry is that if Jimmy Garoppolo starts doing his own thing, Kyle will start mailing in game scripts. Uh, no, Kyle needs to win. Kyle, I, I, people think that I think he's. I, I think every coach is on the hot seat. He needs to win. He can't. He's a, he was forty and forty three. All right, let's let's just finish the show because I think this is going to actually record and I can put these clips up later. Okay. So let's talk about um, containing Russell Wilson real quick and then we'll and then we'll stop. All right. Seems to me that the Niners should win this game. They're better than the Broncos. Uh, they're better than most teams, but. Broncos of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson 17 and 4 against the Niners. And we've seen him how he how he beats the Niners. He hangs around, he hangs around, he gets out of the pocket, he makes big plays. Uh, Justin Fields did that and the Niners lost week one. How do they prevent Russell Wilson from doing that? Like as a as a defensive coach, what, what do you how would you use the personnel? What would you do here? I think there's two, I think two things, right? So the first thing that I would do is uh, and the revolves around a player. I think you should use Jackson more. I think I would play Jackson from the side that Russell Wilson favors to to, to roll out. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, Jackson has shown like unique ability with his 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 ability to change direction with it with his hips to contain a quarterback. Um, so I would use I, I would use him. And the other thing is, um, D'Amico favors he likes a lot of these uh, TE and ET stunts. Yeah, when you when you do those, don't do it with guys like. Eric Armstead, where you're asking then Eric to contain outside on the quarterback, put a defensive end inside, you know, and then when, because then when on the T stunts, you're, loop, you're looping, right? So then you have it, let a defensive end contain outside, or if you are going to loop, or you, if you are going to run a T stunt with Eric Armstead, roll, roll a blitz on his side too, so he's not the contain guy. Well, real quick, I'm not sure Armstead's going to play in this game. We'll see. Uh, if he practices today, it's a walkthrough. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he'll play. But and, he didn't practice it, the last two days. We'll see. Not just Armstead, but I'm saying any of those defensive yeah. tackle guys, they should don't ask them to contain. Don't ask them to contain mobile quarterbacks. Agreed. Don't ask the, them. Those team stunts are better against quarterbacks <clears throat> who don't move. I think. But what I'm saying is, you can run them, but run them with a third. Put put a defensive end inside, yeah, then run it. That good way. idea. That's that's genius. Yeah. That way you have. Samson Ebukam looping to the outside, and he's your contender. right. And he yeah. started, or even like, or you started to use Dick Bosa a little bit outside, inside last year. So use him on the set inside, have him rush inside, and then run the t run the stunt off of that, and have him loop around things like that. You can do it with Amenahu. Amenahu can can play inside outside. You can do that with a, but just don't do it with a straight up defensive tackle guy. Not against yeah. a mobile quarterback. Yeah, because. I, you do it. You did it one time on third and ten against Chicago, and it cost you the game. Essentially, that was the turning point in the game. So it just takes one. And it's right. It's and, and that's and that's not that's not the defensive tackle that tackles fault. Like you're maximize their ability. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. All right. I'm gonna end the stream and figure out what's going on, on my YouTube. Hopefully, it hasn't gotten shut down. Hopefully, the Niners didn't get to me. Thanks, dude. Um, I don't think anyone figured out that you're in Brazil. So, yeah. <laughs> See you, everyone. Sorry about the stream. Somebody said.